Star Wars 7x7 episode 862. Today, it's a Clone Wars briefing. I'm looking back at Assassin. This is season 3, episode 7 of the Clone Wars TV series. One of the more enjoyable episodes I've checked out in a while and full of little twisty things going on. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, this is Mike and Joe from the Cantina Cast. And you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and I was quite surprised, pleasantly so, to see that this episode is credited as being written by Katie Lucas, the middle daughter of George Lucas. I knew that she had written episodes of the series, but was not familiar with which particular ones. I haven't really been paying attention to the writers or directors of the series. And maybe perhaps I should be. I guess I've been taking it for granted, quite honestly. So let that be a lesson to me for the future. And this particular episode, like I said, has a lot of twisty things going on. And it stems from a very fascinating bit of information that comes in an exchange between Ahsoka and Yoda. But I will get to that in just a moment. So the plot in brief is this. After the adventures on Mandalore from last episodes, the last two episodes actually, Ahsoka and Anakin come back to the Jedi Temple and Anakin is sent off on another mission, but they want Ahsoka to stay and concentrate on filing her report. But she starts to have visions of Ara Singh and as the visions become clear, they suggest that Ara Singh is going to make an attempt on the life of Padme Amidala. So Ahsoka convinces both Padme and Yoda to let Ahsoka accompany Padme to Alderaan for this conference on refugees. And there is one moment where she thinks she's got a vision of Padme being attacked and rushes into her bedroom, but nope, false alarm. Something is ticking off in her brain and she can't quite put a finger on it. And it's weird because she's imagining Ara Singh being the one about to do this when Ara Singh is supposed to be dead in theory at the end of season two in that episode, Lethal Trackdown, when she was in Slave 1 and Slave 1 went crashing over the horizon. Of course, if you don't see a body in Star Wars, then you can't assume they're dead, right? So the challenge for Ahsoka becomes trying to sort out the pieces of her vision, and then, of course, when it turns out that it's two assassination attempts that she's seeing, and she's seeing pieces of the two different attempts, she has to then figure out, okay, well, this is the piece of one, and this is the piece of the other. And, of course, naturally, she foils them both. But you don't necessarily realize immediately that she's seeing two different visions because she's trying to figure it out. And once she sees Aura Singh and thwarts her first attempt on the life of Padme, Aura gets away. And that's when you start to think, oh, wait a second. And that's when Ahsoka starts to think, oh, wait a second. And so they assume that another attempt is going to be made. And so they try to pull a fast one on Aura Singh, which Aura Singh actually sees right through. They put a robot of all things in Padme's place and they drape a cloak over it and try to make it look you know, regal and senatorial and all that stuff. But yeah, uh, it didn't quite sell for Ara Singh by any stretch of the imagination. And Padme is basically speaking through a transmitter that's being carried through to the robot and speaking out to the audience. But she's back in her chambers and Ahsoka makes it back just in time to deflect the deadly laser blast Ara has lined up on Padme. Unfortunately, Ahsoka is not fast enough to deflect every blaster bolt that Aura Singh throws at them, but Padme, you know, her of the aggressive negotiations and whatnot, has a blaster on her set to stun and stuns Aura Singh handily. Thus, Aura Singh is brought into custody, and Yoda is able to ask Ahsoka to concentrate 
on the force essentially and try to figure out who might have hired Ara Singh. And so she's able to somehow pull out of the ether weird laughter and the color purple and a couple of other random facts just by meditating on the force, which is a really interesting talent. I don't know that we've seen this particular thing before, but she's able to just stand on the landing platform and suddenly conjure this stuff out of thin air, quite honestly. And she doesn't know what it means, but it triggers something for Padme. And our last scene is a scene in which Anakin and Ahsoka are visiting a prison on Coruscant where Zero the Hut has been stashed. And this is the only part of the episode that didn't really work for me because the confession from Zero came too easily. He was too easily tricked into actually saying something about it. I feel like this is one that they gave to the kids more than they gave to the adults on that. And so it turns out that Zero the Hut is the employer of Ara Singh, and Zero is still fuming, as he would be, over the fact that Padme put him in jail, and so he decided to take a shot at Padme through Ara Singh. And I don't know about you, but Zero, for me, is one of the less compelling villains, I guess. I just can't get past the voice, and it's not like they make him any smarter than his voice would indicate. But when you hear a villain talking like this, it's really hard to take him seriously. Do you see the conditions I'm living in? That, that insipid senator put me in here. She deserves to die for leaving me to rot in this squalor. I mean, I'm not crazy, right? I'd love to hear your opinion on Zero the Hut and the voice that they have for him. Chime in in the comments of the blog post for the show's episode at SW7X7.com. Can you buy it? (laughs) Can you buy it? I can't. I just can't. Anyway. Be that as it may, the real intriguing thing happens in an exchange, as I mentioned earlier, between Ahsoka and Yoda about the Force. And I want to give you that exchange right here. Troubled you are, Padawan. Yes, Master Yoda. I've been having dreams. Hmm. Dreams, you say? Yes, dreams. Uh, Or visions. I don't know. But they're so real. Premonition. Telling you something, they are. I know I reported otherwise, but I believe that Aura Singh isn't dead. She's still alive, and she's preparing to kill someone close to me. So, you begin to see the true power of the Force. Visions they are. Underestimate them. You must not. Meditate. To see clearly, more experience you need. Okay, that line right there. You begin to see the true power of the Force. The visions are the true power of the Force. How interesting. I can't help but flash back to The Empire Strikes Back and the visions that Luke had about Han and Leia and how powerful that was. And, you know, I had a moment of thinking, well, was Yoda sort of discounting those visions when they had him in The Empire Strikes Back? And the answer is no, he was not discounting them by any stretch of the imagination. He was taking them utterly seriously as if they were, in fact, the real deal. He knew the power of the Force and knew what Luke was seeing and dealing with. And here we have another situation almost as dire. I feel like we got to flag this one, especially considering the fact that in Rebels Season 3, we are going to have our ideas about the nature of the Force expanded as well. And this right here seems to be a very important touchstone about the Force that we should be paying attention to. Now, I know that there is a story arc later in this season that really goes deep into the Force. 
That would be the Mortis trilogy or the Mortis arc, and we will get to that in due time, probably in about a month or so. In the meantime, I would love to know what you think about this. Do you think that seeing visions and having premonitions are a sign of the true power of the Force? I mean, clearly there is power in the Force required to be able to wield a lightsaber effectively and do all that fun stuff, but is it the true power of the Force, or are we looking at things of the mind more specifically, and are premonitions and visions part of that true power? So I'd love to hear your thoughts about that. Chime in in the comments of the blog post for the show's episode at SW7x7.com. And with that, we are going to call an end to this Clone Wars briefing on Assassin Season 3, Episode 7 of the Clone Wars series, with just a mental note to keep in mind about the true power of the Force. And, oh yeah, don't forget a trivia question to address. I've got one from Thursday, actually, because we didn't do one yesterday. So I've got your answer from Thursday and a new one for you today after the break. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. You're listening to this podcast. Maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story, too. Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles, anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com SW7X7. All right, we're back. We just got to be careful because sometimes I gather trivia questions can make Chirrut Imwe nervous. I fear nothing. Okay, I guess we're on with the show then. Last time I asked you who's the first person to figure out that Finn was the one who helped Poe escape from First Order custody, and that was Kylo Ren. Today's question, what kind of army does Kylo Ren threaten General Hux with? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before your head gets stuck on a battle droid body, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if the show's been worth your time, please support us at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a series of bad puns, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.